Welcome to the Grow Your Money Podcast, where we're on a mission to change how we talk about money. Our fireside chats are the heart of our show, bringing the energy and excitement of in-person events straight to your ears. We aim to connect you with inspiring voices and stories that matter, sharing relatable experiences and insights that will transform your financial life. But this isn't your typical money show. We look at the emotional, psychological, and cultural factors that shape our relationship with money. So hit subscribe and join us for another episode of the Grow Your Money podcast. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Grow Your Money Challenge podcast. On today's episode, we'll be looking at all things mortgages. We're joined by an expert from the Royal Bank of Scotland, and we're going to be demystifying the whole points of mortgages, you know, getting on the property ladder and looking at it through a lens of an expert, someone that does mortgages for their day-to-day. So a big shout out and thank you to Royal Bank of Scotland, who are sponsors of our Grow Your Money Challenge. And Lee will be joining us today from the Royal Bank of Scotland. We thank you for understanding the need of community banking and just demystifying this concept. So today we're talking about all things mortgages. Can I get a mortgage? Should I? And, you know, from an expert's point of view. So Lee, thank you so much for joining us today. This is going to be really cool because, you know, in the Grey Money Challenge, we have a lot of people whose financial goal is to get on the property ladder. But there's so many things to demystify, you know, when when you're trying to get into the world of owning a home. Um, there's legacy things like my parents have never owned a home or I'm new to the UK. Where do I even start? Or the age-old question, is it cheaper for me to own my home or get on the property ladder? So today I thought it would be important to hear from a banking point of view all about mortgages, what you do in that field. But before we do that, I'll let you introduce yourself and we'll go into a bit of a nice breaker so everyone knows that you're just like us, you're human, and just happen to know a bit more about mortgages. So over to you, Lee. So thanks for having me. Um, my name is Lee Fitzpatrick, personal mortgage advisor with the Royal Bank of Scotland, team east of Scotland. Um, thanks. I'd like to say thanks for having me. It's nice to be able to join you. Oh, thank you so much. Been looking forward to this. <laughs> so we are going to ask you some silly questions. They're seemingly silly, but you'll get the point just of it all around money. <laughs> the first thing is, could you please describe your relationship with money using an emoji? Using an emoji, I would probably go with the one that's got to be faced with the glasses. So I would probably say being organized. I like to be organized with my finances so I can come in obviously different different forms but for me um, looking at my mobile app that's something that I check so oh, every day nice. well so are you the cool glasses or just the glasses the the geeky glasses I would say the geeky glasses, the geeky glasses. that's amazing <laughs> you're wondering you're a mortgage advisor <laughs> that that makes sense <laughs> so give your teenage self one money tip one money tip. I would probably say start saving for the now as opposed to the future just so that you can be prepared for any sort of unexpected sort of circumstances, changes in plans along the way. So start saving for the now as opposed to the future. The now and the future will be then covered. Yes, I uh, I hear you. But the temptation of having money saved away when there's a holiday calling so can be all too much. Uh, the third thing I'm going to ask you is create a personal finance themed TikTok. And tell us what your hashtag would be. Oh, difficult one. I would probably say with this one, money matters. Just by actually taking the interest. So what happens now can impact on the future. So I'd probably say money matters. 
to the start, so to the finish. That is so true because money does matter. Everything is affected yep. by money. Everything, whether you have it or not, yep. you're affected by money one way or the other. So absolutely money matters. So role models, books, films, recommendations, what 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 are you into? So book, I would probably say my favourite book would definitely have to be The Secret. So I'm a massive fan of The Law Attraction. So that's definitely my number my number one go-to book and film as well. So that'll cover it for that one. Nice. Nice. I've watched that actually. Good. It's really interesting, isn't it? Yes, it's a good film. Wow. And your role models? Any role models? Role models? i probably say my parents. Um, right. they, yeah, definitely. As to my parents, just having like really good sort of morals, keeping the sort of like making sure that you're on the right track, advice, being able to turn to them at any time, the good and the bad as well. So definitely my parents, I would say, would definitely be my role models. That's awesome. Yeah. That's who our first role models should be. So it's yeah. awesome when, you know, you're able to do that. Yeah. Cool, cool. Thank you for that. So let's dive into the world of mortgages. I love property. Anyone that knows me knows that I'm just a property geek. I'll, uh, I've been known to to go viewing houses on a Christmas morning. That's like just how deeply I love mortgages, like houses, houses per se, owning property. Uh, it's absolutely my favorite, you know, asset class. But um, certainly in the UK, it's a whole other world. You don't know where to start. You're like, you don't buy it outright. Interestingly, the laws are different from Scotland to the to England. So just give us a window into the life of a mortgage advisor, like with what you do. What are the top things, what are the top basics that anyone needs to know about mortgages? I would say taking an interest in like I like I said, start taking an interest in your finances, finding out that your what your goals, what your plans is, what is it you're actually looking for, what is it you're looking to achieve, making sure that's obviously within your budget as well. So that something that it's going to fall, it's going to provide you with still like a comfortable monthly payment. You can still afford to live every month as well. Um, and just making sure that as well that you're you're meeting the criteria for the mortgage as well. So again, looking into your credit score and making sure that that's in the right place. Sometimes it's the case, obviously, that it might not be in the right place. But first steps, I'd probably say, is having a look to see that you're in the right position to be able to actually apply for a mortgage in the first place. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So from your point of view as mortgage advisors or people who are, you know, looking at these mortgages, what is the stuff you're looking out for? So you've mentioned credit score and that. Do you have like a checklist of stuff that you look at and then disqualify someone or not? Or when you reject someone for, for you know, getting a mortgage, is it normally that it's going to take them, say, six months to come back on? What what do you find? How do you go about deciding um, those, making those decisions? Yeah, so there's a sort of like a whole... Um mixed bag that's taken into consideration for a mortgage so you're looking at obviously your your proof of income making sure your finances is conducted in the right manner as well mm-hmm. um having obviously proof of that income your banking history as well um just making sure you like your conduct's in the right place as well so we're looking for everything really obviously being 18 and over resident in the uk um so just yeah there's obviously like a few sort of boxes that do need to be ticked along the way but like I say, having a look at them and making sure that you can sort of tick them as you go, that's the, the steps to be able to do it. So it can seem daunting, but it is just a, a process, if you like, and a process that can be is completely simple. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. I want to pick up on something you've mentioned because there's a big thing where some people are like, well, I'm on a visa. I have a visa. Do I do I even have a right to have a mortgage in the UK? And, and you know, what, what do you have to say to that? So looking at visas, visas is something that we... we 
totally can um, look to have a mortgage where it's just that we need to see sight of that visa um, okay. for um, certain individuals um, and also making sure it makes criteria so we look to have at least the minimum six months remaining on that visa as well so it's not something that's going to um, impact a customer in the slightest as long as they're meeting the criteria for that visa. Oh wow, that's very interesting to know. So as long as I have a valid or basically a legal right to be here yeah. on the visa, I can get a mortgage. Yep. So typically, that's amazing to know. And um, what about uh, brokers? Because I'm always confused. You know, people get a lot of this like brokers, and then there's the bank, and then there's you, and then there's the people that are selling the house. There's, there's just so many players. So how do brokers or like mortgage brokers come into play versus you guys as a bank? So mortgage brokers um, typically will have access to different um, lenders' products and services. Um, as a bank, obviously we just deal with our own, but the benefit of coming to your own bank is that we're not going to charge you for the advice. So for the advice process, it is free, whereas when you go to a broker, a broker will charge you for that advice. And I always think with your own bank as well, you've got that personal touch service as well. It's somebody's there to support you through the journey as well. Okay. And also it's paperless as well. So it's convenient as well for the customer. It can be done day, night as well. Wow. So I don't need a broker per se. I can come directly to my bank and brokers really are just an alternative. to. So a broker would maybe have access to the banking products, but with a bank, I'm coming directly to the person that will give me the mortgage. That's right. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. That's very interesting to know. And um, right now, the market seems to be crazy in terms of there's been talk of, you know, the base rate going up and there's the side effects of COVID. What What are you finding in the market right now? Is it a good time to buy? I know you can't give advice <laughs> that and say, go out and buy a house right now. But what are the pointers for someone to decide when it's a it's a, a good enough season, you know, to get onto the property ladder or get a mortgage. Yeah, I think that's down to an individual. Um, being a, their their own circumstances, um, taking into consideration their own priorities as well as to what's important for them when they're looking to purchase a property. In regards, you touched on COVID there. So during COVID, there was certain restrictions in place, and that was to protect the bank as also as well as protecting the customer which is most important but these restrictions now have actually been lifted so it is business as usual now going forward so when there was restrictions in place these are now gone so it is back to just business as usual and market is carrying on as normal. Awesome so are you seeing lots of people coming back to get mortgages you know as before before Covid? Yeah, so we've seen the business return um, as normal the same way like remortgages um, customers looking for um better deals might be the real existing lender. So definitely seeing the market just return just return to normal as well now. That's awesome. Good to it was still busy during COVID, I have to say, because as much as there was restrictions in place, sometimes you're able to meet these restrictions to still support the customers along the way. So it was still just as busy during COVID as out of COVID. So wow. so kept busy regardless. You're listening to the Grow Your Money podcast. We'll be right back after giving our partners a well-deserved shout-out. Looking for a trusted banking partner? Look no further than the Royal Bank of Scotland. With their rich heritage and their comprehensive financial services, they're here to support your personal and business banking needs. Experience seamless transactions, innovative digital solutions, and expert guidance tailored to your goals. Join millions who trust RBS with a brighter financial future. Visit their branches or explore their online banking at www.rbs.co.uk. And then just a glimpse into yourself and your own journey. 
What is your property journey? What's your property journey been, if you don't mind sharing that? Yeah, my property journey. So um, I completed a remortgage um, last year, and that's something that um, was probably different from when I first purchased my property. So for me, the great thing was that it was paperless. It was something that could be done in the at time that I was able to do that as well. So it fit in with my lifestyle, it fit in with my plans, it was paperless. So there was no any like forms getting sent past here or there. It was all done digital. And it was like, um, we've got a thing called um, Digidocs where it's like a one-stop shop. So all your information, all your documents are all retained in the same place. So it's great just to be able to access that. Nice, nice. And you mentioned a remortgage. Talk to us about that. What is a remortgage? Yes, yeah, so a remortgage is basically when you maybe have a mortgage already in place and that's say with a different lender and then bringing that mortgage across to a different lender. So you're remortgaging your property to a different lender, so transferring that borrowing over. It's not taking, you're not taking out a new property. It's just a property you had, has come to an end with the banker you had, and you're now looking for a new deal with someone new. Yeah, it can be like that, yeah, as well. Or sometimes, for instance, when a property, if a customer owns a property and they maybe own that property outright, but they're looking to release funds um, for whatever goals they're looking to achieve, that's also classed as a remortgage. So if they own that property or out, they might be looking to and remortgage that property to release funds That's for their plans. Because I actually um, I think about that a lot because people never think about their home as an asset. So, for example, if you're looking to do work, uh, change over a kitchen and that, does that come into place? Sometimes? Yeah, that comes into place with the remortgage as well. So some customers will just want to remortgage maybe over on the same like-to-like -like basis, but some customers will also have plans along the way as well, maybe, say, for home improvements. So when they remortgage over, they're maybe looking for a bit additional borrowing along the way, so they'll remortgage over from their existing lender, but also take some additional borrowing along the way. Wow. Thank you so much. Very informative, very helpful. Uh, lastly, last but not least, could you give us your top tips for someone that's looking to get on the property ladder in the UK? Yes, certainly. So I would say just um, have a look at the credit reference agencies. There's lots of helpful ha like hints and tips on there to make sure that you are meeting the criteria for a mortgage and also for your credit scoring as well as that's something that's extremely important not just for mortgages but just for in everyday general finances as well so just because something's maybe happened in the past that's not to say that's going to impact you in the future time is definitely the best medicine for anything so you can have a look look at what you need to do to improve it take these steps and still be looking in your journey ahead I love what you've said because um, that's so true it's easy to look at your credit score and think, my goodness, I've, I've, I've messed it up. Yep. I can't recover from this, but time does yeah. genuinely change. And there's lots of helpful, handy tips along the way there with these credit reference agencies. There's ones that you didn't have to pay for as well, so they're available when you have a look in Google. You're able to obtain that, your Equifax, your Experian. There's, you know, there's lots to choose from, mm -hmm. but they're really good. They've got really great, useful information along the way. Mm -hmm. And I think something else you've said that, that's encouraging is look at it. Because sometimes you avoid it. You, you're like, oh gosh, I've, I've messed up. I have three credit cards that are outstanding. I'll never be able to get onto the property journey. Whereas if you go on and find out, right, um, I've missed payments for three years. I can start again right now and maybe get a mortgage in a few years, you know. So I think that's a very key thing. Time. Time. Totally time. the best medicine. Yep. Absolutely. Wow. Thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. It's been very informative. And we will certainly have you again. Thank you. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to the Grow Your Money podcast. 
If you're looking to take actionable steps toward achieving your financial goals, visit moneymatics.com. That is money, M-A-T-I-X.com. And join our free Grow Your Money Challenge. Let's unite in the movement to inspire people to talk about money. Thank you for being a part of our community. We'll see you in the next episode.